Welcome to the Four Dimensions Podcast with Caroline Blackley, a podcast for teachers by teachers. Our goal is to ignite your curiosity, engage your passion for teaching, and encourage a robust conversation around education. No need to put your hand up. Join the conversation as Caroline steers us through a series of topics relevant to your classroom. Welcome back to our series looking at change fatigue and how we can replace that or overcoming it with change certainty. We've covered already how to prioritise change initiatives. That's that remodel a room of a house at a time. Don't renovate the whole house, you crazy individual. How we zoom out, getting that perspective on thinking of others, thinking of ourselves, looking at the whole picture where we want to be and then really linking that to number one, which is prioritising what's important to us right now and can we focus on renovating that room first. That will help you with some of that cognitive load and certainly help you take some, uh, some control, have a sense of control amongst all of the change that's happening to us at the moment. So the one we're looking at today is how do we create a roadmap for change? And my goodness, I'm sick of hearing that word. It's a bit like pivot back in 2020. Everyone talks about a roadmap, but it really is the best way to describe how do we make the path forward and design it around what we would like and what we think we're going to need at the end of the day in relation to that. So when we're talking about that roadmap and how we build that into our daily functioning, What we're looking at is a logical plan, steps that are based on prioritisation and they're going to help us ensure that change is likely to succeed. One of the challenges at the moment in building a roadmap is that we're all trying to build our own roadmap in this crazy world that we're existing in in the middle of COVID. But as teachers, we're trying to do that in amongst everyone else's roadmap, as well as the departmental roadmap, the federal roadmap. We just seem to have roadmap over roadmap over roadmap. And I do believe a sense of fatigue is coming from there as well. So today what I want to talk about is how you're creating your own roadmap for change and to get through this. What are the things that you can prioritise? How do you zoom out and use both of those first strategies that we spoke about to really look at what are you including in that roadmap for you for change and what are you excluding? Because one of the first things I do, and I have had times in my life where I truly have felt broken and I didn't know how I was going to get up or do the next day. And I always call it my minimalist approach. If you take away all the clutter and if you take away all the unessential things in your life, what are the things, and they're often driven by my values, what are the things that are most important that I need to make sure I'm taking care of and that will be intact at the end of this journey? At the end, if you think of the roadmap, that's what it's about, point A to point B, and how do we get from one to the other? So the first thing I do is let's look logically at my priorities because once I unclutter those a little bit, I suddenly seem to go, all right, what's the first thing I need to focus on and how do I implement that? So creating a roadmap itself may have to be changed along the way. So this is not one that's printed and will be in books to come, atlases to come, not that we have atlases anymore, you just do Google. The road may change, the path may change. But when you have a sense of direction, it will also give you a sense of stability and you need to build that with a degree of flexibility built into it. So it's important to communicate that change. If you're bringing things in that you want to be effective and permanent for you, you need to let those around you know what it is. Because if we've operated in a certain way and we're not clear for others what our new standing is, 
we can still have others demanding from us to operate the way we have in the past. So let's look at building a roadmap. There's always a technical side and the people or the human side of it. The technical side includes the design, the development and the delivery of it. How does that impact others? What will it look like? What are the stages? What am I including? The people side of it, the human side of it, me engaging with my own roadmap, looks at how do I engage? What will I actively do to achieve this? How will I adopt it? Which means there's things I may need to let go of that serviced me well in the past, but no longer do in the current state that society, that my classroom, that my school is in. And the last is, how do we apply it? How do we use it? How do we get in there and do it? Three stages occur, the current state that we are in. So no, and this comes back to the podcast I did, the one before that looked at Zoom Out. Make sure you are well informed. Don't buy into the gossip. Know what you know. What is the current state before you're throwing silly questions or questions just add to the fire and fuel everyone else's negativity and concern? Know the current state. Look at what the transition state will look like and also have a goal to what the future state will look like. We're looking at results with outcomes for success. So when we look at the current state, how are things now? What is done today? And yes, it may have been different to yesterday because we are in a constant changing state at the moment. Future state, what will things look like once we are through this? And this is a difficult one because with COVID, we honestly don't know. The one thing we do know as teachers is our future state is to educate and to continue to do so. There is one commonality at the basis of what we do. When we talk transition state, that's how we're going to move from where we are to where we want to be. And that's where a lot of fluctuation will be currently. Technical side, look at all the systems and mechanisms around you that can help you get to where you want to go. And the human side, build the support around you. Get the buy-in that you need so that you're going to reach the future state that you want to be in. This is not a journey that you may want to take alone. So when we talk about how we move through this, one of the things you need to do is create that roadmap. Have an idea of what's coming will help everyone prepare. So in your classrooms, let students know. Provide them with a sense of security through having a roadmap that is in your classroom now. Come back to that minimalist perspective that I use. What is it that you need to achieve today and declutter what is being brought into the roadmap? Because at the moment, we don't need a tour with all the beautiful little sightseeing ventures that might be along the way. We want to focus on the core business, the curriculum at the end, and quite honestly, at the moment, the health and well-being of our staff and our students. And if you feel others are not putting that as a priority, don't buy into the conversation of others. Be the person in the room that is putting that first. Focus on your roadmap. Be a part of the roadmap that is your school, your classroom, and truly be a part of the roadmap that is us as Australians getting through this together. Have a great day and I look forward to having you join me as we look in, into the future. And number four in this episode or this group of episodes will be how we strengthen our school culture. That's all for this episode. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave a review and visit carolineblackley.com and join our growing community of international educators. Mm-hmm.